0: Emmanuel. I'm fantastic, Kelly Flanagan Balkmar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super, super excited about tonight for a hundred million reasons, but Tell for me someone else, how was your day?
1: Um, I got my hair done. So it was fantastic. So it's fantastic. What else? How was your day?
0: My day was fantastic. Number one, I'm alive. Like hello, gratitude.
1: Number two, we get to do this show.
0: Number two, my children are alive and healthy. Mm-hmm. No natural disasters, there's power on, there's food in the fridge, so it's a fantastic day. And Christmas is coming,
1: Christmas is coming. Oh my God, Christmas, let's let's do Halloween and Thanksgiving first. No,
0: Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming. Give yourself the gift of Kelly and Emma this holiday season. <laughs> there you go, right and we have a new friend who is really cool and she's on the show tonight.
1: And what are we going to be talking about and why is she so important and really cool?
0: She's really cool because she's just really cool and we met at this event last week and she's just a ball of energy. She's a fantastic inspirational woman who just happens to be a rocket scientist something of the sort Um, and a life and transformation coach but this woman is she checks all the boxes incredibly intelligent smart funny kind compassionate like mission driven to help others she looks and sounds like the girl next door and she has a story that'll blow your socks off and she's a mom of four with twins in there (laughs) And guess what? She's human and she struggles with things like self-care, even though she is a coach and she's all of these things and a team leader and all of those things, she's human. And that's what we're gonna talk about tonight is her story, her journey, and how still in those moments when you know we're in a position to raise everyone else up, we kind of still do sometimes lose sight of what is important to us and how to take care of ourselves, like we forget. And so that's what we're gonna dive into tonight. It's my favorite topic.
1: Okay, so we get to do it with you. Without further ado,
0: drum roll. So Kama Tribe Jennifer, who I just described as this, like boom, ball of energy, is a little bit slightly under the weather tonight. She has a bit, a bit of a sore throat coming on. So if we can all collectively just send her so much love and light, because tomorrow it's in the books. She has a self care day, which she hasn't done in a really really long time. And so let's just collectively send her so much love and positive energy throughout the show because she didn't bail on us she's here and so that's the least we can do so without further ado jennifer Hello, jennifer kramer or kramer
2: kramer kramer glad i have yeah, german blame my husband oh. Oh, i got volkmar
1: volkmar and i mean we're like german to the core here with you all so right. welcome,
2: welcome, welcome, Thank you. That was the best introduction I've ever yeah. had in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, really?
1: I Emma's crushing on you over there. Well, we're, we're besties now. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: it's official. So, Jennifer, we met at an event that was like crazy fast-paced, blah, 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 blah. And then you sent an email and you were like, something about, you know, what you said resonated. And we got to chatting a little bit. So I have the background story, but I always, we always like to start the show um, you know, diving into who you are and how your journey started so that our tribe can get a feel for, you know, the ups, the downs. Who are you
1: before all of this? So who are you? (laughs) (laughs) you?
2: No pressure. In three seconds. seconds, Who are you? Um, so again, my name is Jen. Um, and gosh, my story. Um, I was a little, I'm from a very, very small town in Kentucky, a coal mining town. The population, I look it up randomly, if that's odd. I look it up randomly. Uh, recently, it was like 904 people. Um, And a small coal mining town. My parents were married when they were 16. Wow. Um, and just grew up very driven. I uh, grew up... Um, I think mainly because of my mom. My mom always was wanting me to grow up and go to college. No one in our family had ever went to college um, and just grow up and do all these amazing things. And so I don't know if I was born with it or if she helped instill it in me. But I always just grew up thinking I could do anything that I wanted to do, um, which is something that I carry with me, even when I have doubt. But... um yeah, I grew up. I wanted to work for NASA one day. I saw a picture of my favorite astronaut, Shannon Lucid, um, at a coal fair. We don't have science fair in Kentucky with fair. <laughs> really? And I swear. And uh, so I was in the coal fair. Don't send my mom messages asking for videos of that. Um, but <laughs> I, <mom's> name. <laughs> no, no ma'am. Uh, so I was in the coal fair. I saw this image of an astronaut, and I was like what what is that about and i just became obsessed i started writing to nasa all the time they would send me pictures i thought they were really signed by the astronauts um and i would write to go like i wanted to go see a launch and it became my dream so when my parent when i was 16 my parents moved to florida um, because it's something that i had always wanted to do and i ended up getting internships and i've been moved to florida for you yes my okay. mom had always wanted to be in florida in warmer weather um but we moved about 15 minutes from the kennedy space center so that's where yeah when i was 16 i had i had an internship the summer of the year i was 16 and then i started working when i was 18 and i'm gonna be 37 tomorrow and i've been there ever since so it was a dream but and then i was telling emma that you know, I worked so hard, I worked, I got to, you know, do the best in school, I had to get the A, I had to go to the a great college, I have to, you know, make a lot of money, because that's why I'm going to school, and I have to do all the things. And a couple of years ago, I just kind of woke up and I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? Yeah. Because I was going through a really hard time at work. Um, with personnel. I'm, I'm a supervisor and with personnel. And it was just such a struggle. And um, for me personally, I, and I'm sure it was for the other person, but it was such a struggle. And I just woke up and I'm like, what, what am I doing with, with my life? And is this where, although the mission and everything I worked for is amazing. And when I tell people where I work, they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I kind of just looked at myself and
0: What do you do there? Just to clarify for anyone who's watching who doesn't know, you dreamt of being an astronaut and working for NASA. You're at NASA, but are you an astronaut?
2: No, no, I'm not an astronaut. (laughs) Now that I have all these kids, I cannot leave them. Um, I applied a couple of times, but now I work for the commercial crew program. So uh, we um, are partners with SpaceX and Boeing to help get them to low earth orbit to the International Space Station and take our astronauts to Um, Space station safely, and bring
3: them home.
1: So you're an engineer there. Yes. Okay. All right. Just want it's not low pressure. It's not. I want to make sure your banner is correct. That's the (laughs) reason I ask.
0: (laughs) It's it's not low pressure, and so you find yourself in this situation where you are a new mom, I guess, because we spoke about the fact that you'd never envisioned yourself as being a mom, and then met this wonderful man. Yes, on Tinder. (laughs)
1: Yeah, swipe left, swipe right. I love it. I I love love it it
0: too. And so you meet this man and now everything that you've worked for, you're at kind of the pinnacle of it all.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: life's taking you in a different direction.
2: Yeah, I remember I was, I think I was pregnant with the twins. I had a daughter, I have a daughter. I have a 12 year old stepson. I have a daughter who's four and I think I was pregnant with the twins. And I remember sitting on the bathroom floor and I was we were giving her bath he was sitting up on the counter we're just chatting with the life of luxury with only two kids and I remember crying and saying I have everything I already have everything and I remember I said I'm 35 and this is it Mm -hmm. and that feeling I was just crying I'm like why do I feel this way I have a perfectly healthy family I have a healthy daughter I have we have money. We have, you know. I mean, we have a great marriage. Like I am healthy. I'm like what, but Better I'm accomplished. Like, yeah, and I'm like I, I'm like I tell people where I work, and they're just in awe. And I've worked so hard for it. And I'm like, but I was like, I told him, I'm like my my best friend. I was like, I want the kind of passion she has about photography. Mm-hmm. I want the kind of passion that is. I was like, I kind of feel like I'm living the same day every day. And I, you can't say that. You can't say that when you have the this perfect little life. Yeah. And you feel empty on the inside, right? You can't go to a, I can't go speak to young girls about STEM and be like, well, I'm not happy though, you know, like, yeah. and I'm happy, but I'm not. Yeah. There's something missing. There's something yeah. that's not there. And I loved that I can look back. And going through that such that difficult time, um, with going through such a traumatic personnel issue that took two years, and I was eight months pregnant with the twins, and trying to tackle this personnel issue. And I'm I look back and I'm like, thank God that happened because that got me to this brink of like what's missing, yeah. and it pushed me so far that I had to uh, that. I, call, I was being coached at the time just coincidentally to help out a friend who was going through her certification and she needed a supervisor level to do it. And she coached me through this whole situation and I called her and I'm like, I want to do that for someone else.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she was like, you'd be so good. I didn't want to tell you. I didn't <laughs> want put that on you. But I was like, that's, what's missing is, letting my light shine and letting myself, you know, help others. And since I've led such, you know, crazy, complex, high risk teams and brought them to success and do all these things, I want to help other people do that. But from such a human heart perspective so that they can change lives. Right. We're not about all just. I want to make money too, but I want to, and companies want to make money, but there's so many ways that we can really touch the lives of humans and bring that out in them organically without having to just do it the same old way and here, do this, do that, do this, do that. So thank God that that happened and led me to become a coach and start helping other people.
1: So you still do the full-time job though, and then do the coaching as well. Yes. How do you manage that?
2: Um, well, telework has definitely helped for me, um, balance, um, you know, drop off, pick up work. Um, but really just making sure that I'm just managing my time. Well, that's something that's been important for me. Um, and also just making space for the things that I love. You know, I, I quit using the word busy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cause it's annoying.
1: Mm -hmm. We're all busy.
3: Yeah, we are. Um,
2: I don't have to know you to know that you're busy. Or exhausted, right? right?
3: Yeah. Or tired or whatever. Everyone's always exhausted. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just quit using it because it's an excuse. I mean, we watched Netflix for two hours last night. I'm not that busy, you know?
0: (laughs) I mean so true. Yeah. We make time for what's important to us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I do things on my terms. I do things on my schedule. I do things with my clients on on my terms because you don't just have like you know,
0: one or two clients, you shared with me that you just signed a huge corporate client.
3: Right? Yeah,
0: so this is growing. You're, yeah, you're not messing around. You're not playing. You're no. not like, Oh, I'm dabbling here.
2: You're like, No, I'm changing lives. I'm hustling. Yeah, I'm I'm. this is what I meant to do. And this is I, I think I was joking with you. But this is my jam. This is what I meant to do. I meant to go serve companies and businesses and I'm meant to show them the things that I've accomplished and the things that I've done in creating teams and getting them to success and saving a ton of money and growing, you know, our mission. That's what I'm meant to do. So I'm not playing around when it comes to I'm the best at what I do. I'm the best at helping companies and helping teams grow to where they're going to save millions of dollars because they're going to have the people that are behind them Doing the things they need them to do without having to micromanage or without having like a lack of trust or fear, so that it brings out the best in everybody on their team, not just the people that are the executive leaders. But at the end of the day, I don't want to be the person doing everything. I want to have a team that I trust and love that is going to do that amazing work for me. You know, in my, in our through our mission. So I'm the best in. I'm the best at it.
1: Yeah, girl, I love it. All right. So how do you stand behind them with such confidence? Like, how'd you get to that place?
2: Um, well, not overnight. Um,
0: <laughs> still, still we want the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what this yeah. show is all about. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because girl, a lot Kelly. of a lot of what we do here is building confidence and having, you know, we want to empower other women to be able to take exactly what you just said and do that in their own world you know what I mean like get behind and have that feeling like how did you get there
2: um, well I'm still getting there
1: yeah um, it seems like you're pretty there
0: though what was the so, pivotal uh,
2: moment though
0: that you had an internal shift
2: there's been there's been a couple and I think my post that I that you read today Emma my post that I was I feel like there's there's layers and I and shared I,
0: that post on our Facebook page for everyone to read because I thought it was so poignant and you told me the story verbally yesterday and I was like oh my god I resonate and I gushed all over you so when you shared it I shared it with the tribe so if you want to read the post that Jen's talking about it's up on our Facebook page
3: yeah yeah take it away
2: there's been there's been I feel like there's layers and so every time like I didn't just I used to have this little straight line. I would put it with my resume when I applied for a job. I used to have this straight line of like, here's all my accomplishments. Right. That and and I threw it out because it was so cute and pretty and it had my whole little life journey. But my whole life has just been one big, you know, just crazy like lines everywhere because I feel like there's so many layers and moments in my life that have defined me, whether it be from childhood, um, whether and. There was, I think, even as a young woman growing up in a male dominated industry. And I remember someone telling me in the cafeteria, like clear as day, I can remember his face, his mustache, everything. He's like, the average age here is 53, and I'm 18. Yeah. I'm like, hi, guys, you know. And so I think that there are all these moments in my life, like, I had a mentor say to me, "You're different. You're special. You're not gonna go to lunch like all the other interns." Mm -hmm. I cried in the bathroom for two straight hours about it and had to get myself together to come back out. But that moment changed me. That moment said, "No, you're different. You're special. Mm -hmm. You know." And you know, if we we take these things like they're not out of love, or we're bad, or we're wrong, and I feel like all those moments where someone said, you know, you're special or just my mama still tells me that I'm special. And sometimes I have to dig within to feel that mm-hmm. because sometimes I don't feel that special and there's just these layers and layers. And I even also remember there were times I wanted to give up. There were times I thought I don't want this. There were times I thought I can't do this. I can't deal with these type of people or I can't make it. Um, and I just constantly kept pushing myself to find that new layer for myself of who I wanted to be. And really when I, I think I was, I was probably around the 35 year mark where I was like, I'm just going to be myself and people can take it or leave it. Yeah. And that didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But getting to that moment where I'm like, and I still struggle with it. I was telling Emma that my coach told me about human design recently and that i'm a projector and she was like here's the issue you're probably going to have lifelong self-worth issues and i'm like well that explains a lot yeah like and and i battle with that that is the number one thing that i battle with still and that i will probably continue with but my bounce back game is stronger Mm. so every time i I love that my mm
1: -hmm. bounce back game that's what you got to work on
2: yeah because you're i think so many people are trying to find a cure mm-hmm. or a fix to something we live in this society where we want this like quick fix and like oh this is it this is the emma has the answer Yeah, and to, it's never been about that it's because never lose trust within ourselves there's so
0: much noise as we're growing up right like our coaches in school our teachers our parents our aunts our family members, our friends, opinions, perceptions, judgments, constantly bombarding us that we very seldomly have a moment to just find that alignment, fine tune that and figure out who we really are. Yeah. You know, I tell the story about when, you know, after my, my divorce, after 15 years, waking up one morning and being beside myself, I have a staff of 25 I'm running the bakeries and I just lose my shit in this existential crisis not knowing if I really like my coffee black. Do I even really like eggs? Do I even like who am I as because I'm not a wife anymore? You know, I'm a mom, I'm a this, I'm a you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a boss. But who am I when all the noise quiets down? And that gets really freaking scary. Yeah.
1: Can I ask when you were um, in the bathroom? I, I feel like everyone we talk to has their crisis in the bathroom. Um, but when you were you went in the bathroom and cried after somebody said, you're special, you're different. Why were you upset about that first and then flipped it?
2: I, I have this. I want to make the teacher happy. Yeah, I want to be the best. And that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of pressure at that age and it was a lot of pressure, you know, it's a lot of pressure now. I want to be the best. And um, so that moment for me was, I'm I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying all the things, right? Like they're disappointed in me. I'm never going to come back from this. I'm, He hates, he doesn't like me, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and that's not how it turned out at all. But the yeah. storytelling, my story in your head, yeah. The stories for me, like we, I tell all my clients, we have to get our stories out. I said, I don't care who you tell it to. Yeah. If you tell it to your dog, you have to say it out loud. We have to live out loud because we talk to ourselves in our heads some kind of crazy way. Mm -hmm. And we would never say that out loud to our best friend. Mm -hmm. And so we have to get those things out. So for me, it was that story, like you're not good enough, you're, he's never going to want to mentor you again. You are a big disappointment. And that wasn't true. It was something now I took the rest of my life. And I even, I have an intern now myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm treating her to that level. Like you're special, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> but also that's what he meant. Yeah. 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 He. That's what he meant, but didn't have the words to say, mm-hmm. right? Like he didn't just say like, Oh, you're special. It was like, no, I see you. And this isn't what you're going to be about. This isn't going to be about, this isn't how it's going to go for you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being able to tell her now, girl, you are special. And <laughs> you are going to do amazing things, but you got to push through some of these things that, that you're learning through. I mean, right? You're young and yeah, make your mistakes, but just don't make these. Don't make these couple of big ones, you know, but make, yeah. make your own. Wow. That's amazing. What is one
0: piece of advice that you're going to store and save for your daughter? She's
2: four now. Yeah, she's four. She already knows it all. She sure. knows it all at four. They know everything. Yeah. Um, I've. I want my, oh, God, you're going to make me get upset. Um, <laughs> no,
0: not my intention.
2: But. I know, I know. I I want her to see, I don't want to have to tell her anything. I want her to see that her mom put herself first, that her mom put who she is as a person above all else and that she was a better mom and a better wife and a better whatever, 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 because of that. And I want her to see that that's no question that that's just the expectation that you get to be whoever you want to be. Um, and you don't need validation yeah. or any of it. Yeah. You can find that you already have it. I, I asked her, I'm like, she's like, mom, look what I did. I'm like, are you proud of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you're proud of it, That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to push her. She's going to do the science fair. She's going to get first place. But that's irrelevant. (laughs) That's irrelevant. As long as she's proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's as long as she's proud of it, she's strong in who she is, Mm -hmm. then my job is is done. Because that's the thing that, you know, I can push her and push her and push her her and teach her and teach her and teach her. But I want her to see like, well, my mom didn't care whether she cleaned or not. My mom didn't care whether my dad really approved or not, right? Within reasons. But
0: she was a good person, right? And she
2: knew who she was. She didn't need people to praise her or, yep. you know, tell her that this was what she should do. She just went with her heart and her gut and she just tried to serve the world and leave it a better place. And she'll know that's her mission.
0: Wow. So what happened last week in the bathroom? Because you have another bathroom story.
2: Laundry room. Different laundry room, room. room. Way less, com- not as comfortable. <laughs> not as so comfortable. this
0: is you now, like the twins are two and a half. You're a coach. You've got clients. You're like, you know, 100 miles an hour. You're doing all the things. And here you are in the laundry room. What happened?
2: Laundry room um my new place recently because the kids are in the in the bed so i don't want to wake them up when i'm having these these moments but i i am constantly investing in myself so i have a coach um and i work with a couple coaches and um i'm in a one i'm in a program and on the call we there's it's a group on the call my coach said something to me and it was very brief and It's something about making a story up about money. And she's like, I've kind of heard you say this three times. And so just be aware, right? And it was like a tic-tac inserted in my brain. And then (laughs) over the next five hours, someone detonated it. And I just, it just blew up. And I'm messaging her, you know what? I am mad at you.
3: Oh, no. And I know that
2: I'm not actually mad at you, which is making me madder. But- (laughs) This is what's <laughs> bothering me. And I'm like, I need support because I've learned like I got to ask for support yeah. like immediately because I'll just let it go. Right. I'll get you busy. I'll she's she's stuff. doing her job because she's stirring up shit inside of you. Yeah. And she was like, you know, you could have just told me no. And I'm like, no, I want it. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. And and it was very subtle. Right. It wasn't like a bam moment. And I was just like, so I, so she, I'm, I'm, I message her. Like, I don't know what else to do. I don't, I'm doing all the things I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I got this going on. I'm feeling good about it, but you're right. I have this block that I'm not allowed to have all these things mm-hmm. until I've earned it
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'll never earn it all. Yeah. I'll never get there. Like a to-do list it just keeps that you just keep adding to it and so she messages me i go in the lunchroom room because my kids are asleep and i'm not about waking them up and i'm just on the phone on zoom with my glasses on in my nightgown crying to this woman and she's like okay but those are just your feelings they're not actually facts Yeah. No. Ooh,
1: does she have a southern accent because i feel like it makes it sound better when you have a southern accent nicer you sound so nice when you speak.
2: Oh, that's nice. No, she's not southern. Okay, so it was probably a little harsher, but yeah, she was like, "Those are those are your feelings. Those aren't facts." And she was like, "Tell me all the things that you think about yourself." Ugh. And I said, "Time you got here, lady." <laughs> I was like, "No, no <laughs> I, can't. I can't possibly." And she's like, "Do it." Oh. And I just let it out. I'm like. I'm I'm a horrible mom yeah I'm like I'm a horrible mom I get frustrated and why do they always have to be picked up all the time (laughs) they want to be picked up and someone's yelling because they want cheese but they only wanted shredded cheese and I just am like i have a minute you know and then my husband gets home and I'm a horrible wife because I'm frustrated and he puts up with me and just I'm just like and I'm failing at your program and just you know all these things and she's like okay but that's just your feelings <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're like, it really so what
2: you want in the face <laughs> and and I was like well when you put it that way I guess it, but I that's the, like I know that these are not the facts yeah that's the story you're making up. Right? Yeah, that's the story I'm making up. But when I had to say it to her, it was almost like this sense of relief. Like, okay, I took the weights off. But then there's this feeling of like, well, well, now what? Now because, what? Because you still feel like you have to earn everything. Yeah. So this week I she she said to me, You you cannot keep running on empty. And I felt hypocrite. I was like, what am I going to say to the people? Because I've been saying like self-care and all this stuff. Yeah. And it made me realize that self-care and self-worth are just completely two different things. Absolutely. You can get your nails done which is the thing like that's what we say like oh emma you're having a hard time go get your nails done and we're like it's like belittling yeah it's like that's not that, okay thank you but it's already
0: expected have a glass of wine and have a bubble bath
2: oh just fine in the morning just have a good cry yeah i'm like i oh, expect those yeah. things to me are already non-negotiable yeah. yeah like i always get my hair done i always get my out like that's but this sense of I don't want to make the teacher upset or I want my my husband to walk around like I have the best wife ever. Or I don't ever want to yell at my kids, which is just never going to happen. That's not going to fix that. So I realized that I was just running on empty. Mm-hmm. Like I thought about when's the last time a girlfriend and I actually just did something alone yeah. and I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And I just love connection. And so I love connection. I love friendships. I, I love doing luxurious things. I love going shopping because I want to and not having someone screaming at me and t- throwing a tantrum on the floor while I'm doing it. And so this week I was like, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm going to take the week off work at the last minute. I'm going to go to the Ritz tomorrow. I'm going to get massages with my girlfriends. I'm going to sit yeah. by the pool. Oh, God bless Thank you. Sorry, Thank
0: you but what happened before you booked the ritz because that's really important because you and i when we had the conversation you were like the ritz i can't possibly go to the ritz and then you were like i can afford the ritz what's going on in there
2: yeah i the laundry room was friday i felt relief saturday night i couldn't sleep sunday night i couldn't sleep Mm. because i kept saying like i kept hearing myself say wouldn't that be so cool to go to the Ritz for your birthday? No, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. Like, who's that's just an, that's just a ridiculous. Frivolous. It's frivolous. It's too much money for, you know, that or, you know, who's gonna take the kids to school? Or who's gonna pick them up? Well, it would have to be get back by two. And that's just like kind of a wasted day. And so it's an hour there. And then I'm, I'm up all night thinking having this whole conversation with myself. And so then the next, when I woke up, I'm like, I'm done doing like, I'm not, I'm sure I'm not done, but in that moment I'm done. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm booking the things. I'm like, I've been wanting to do a trip with my husband. We've never left the kids overnight. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I, I got it. Cause, because I tell myself that's not the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and I know better you know better i know i know that it would be amazing i know that we would have a great time and i know they would be alive most likely yes. when we got home. back a better mom that's just mm-hmm. it we need, emma, it, what it do you,
1: you also have to realize what are you working for if you're never going to spend the money that you're working for emma yells at me about yeah that. but
2: it's that it's the oh, thing
1: that like, i don't yeah i don't know i'm sorry she
2: she tells me not to Passionately what are you earning all this money for if you're not going to enjoy it but then life happens right and so we're not i'm not like sub like i'm not consciously walking around saying oh you can't have that right but it's kind of all the things it's like well the kids and this and that and before you know it it's a week later and you've forgotten about it and in the moment and so this week i'm like i'm gonna go shopping and i'm not gonna care if it's on sale or not Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go have this girl's day my i'm gonna ask my husband to take off work And you know what he said? Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's these things that, you know, we kind of just talk ourselves into and let happen. And then before you know it, you look around and you're like, how did that in with COVID? I was like, it didn't even dawn on me that I hadn't had like a one on one time with a girlfriend or anything. Because the world's just been a little crazy like that. And then by the time I stopped and thought about it, I was like, Oh man, like, how did, how did that happen? And I'm, I'm like, so I wanted to share the truth, which is like, this is going to be a constant reminder that I'm going to have to tell myself. And I feel like so many people get on social media and say like, I had this epiphany and I'm done. And yeah. no, it's just happened not- on Monday, the day you and
0: I met, you popped on to zoom and you're sitting in your car.
2: Mm-hmm. I was That's sitting in the car at the mall
0: part of self-care week.
2: Yeah. I was sitting in the car in the mall and and I didn't tell you this yet, but I was sitting in the car in the mall. And then, cause I didn't realize the mall even opened at 11. I was there at 10 o'clock bright and early. Mm-hmm. And um, so I sat there and I just had a tea and I was just like, what am I going to do here? And then, I talked to you and then daycare called and said, you need to come get your kid because he's sick. And so I, I still felt so amazing just having that alone time in the car and the alone time outside at the mall before. And so, and then that night I thought to myself, oh, you should probably just cancel their thing before the deadline, before you can't get your money back for Wednesday, because what if they're sick or whatever? And then I was like, stop. Yeah. Like your husband can still take off. He's still going to watch the kids. And so to me, it's just breaking those stories quicker so that I can bounce back from them faster.
0: Yeah. yeah. And your resistance has turned itself into a sore throat.
2: <laughs> I'm sure that that's, I was like, thinking you, you
0: earlier. Really yeah. Oh. And you know what? Money is energy, right? Money is energy. And so the sooner that you can get your self care in and get in alignment with that energy, that's when everything's going to feel so much
2: easier. Yeah. You know? But I'm driven. So I'm driven to fight it usually yeah. too, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's true. And to fight it, but
0: not to resist it. Yeah. Right? Because we're taught from such a young age that we have to work hard. We have to work hard and if it's given to us or you inherit or then you didn't work for it you didn't work hard for it you didn't earn it and as women that's such a big guilt thing that we deal with how do we manage it all and chase our ambition
1: yeah yeah and did i do enough am i doing enough is this enough in order to get my goal and my results and all that good stuff
2: yeah, and I've I've noticed though that every time that I invest in myself, I make it back. Yeah, tenfold at least I yeah. make it back because I'm just fueling my soul. I'm fueling my my tank to the point where, and that's really about me. I think some of the self care things like the nails and that's not really to your soul. That's not really to your core. And so when you really fuel the the soul, yeah. then you start seeing the outcome. Because it's not a band-aid.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Then self-care needs to be self-care for your soul, not self-care for something like your toenails or something, unless that makes you happy, you know, unless that's your relaxation time. But
0: pampering—that's more pampering. Yeah, you know. So is Tina on? Are the ladies on? Should
1: we bring them on? That was gonna be my sizzle first. We haven't done that in forever. Sizzle first. So
0: Jen, after the sizzle, we're gonna bring the ladies on.
1: Okay.
0: and they can, they can chat with you and ask you questions if they have, or we can just have a conversation with the ladies who are going through the, the program with us and you know stepping into their transformation.
1: Yeah. Love it. All right. Bye. Un momento, por favor. Okay hello ladies hello ladies let's play in the hot seat in the hot seat. all right um we lost rachel's video here
0: um okay so tina and erica you've heard jen's story do you have any questions for her she's in the hot seat <laughs>
2: hi hi <laughs> i don't i don't know if i have any questions okay I thought I was about to be roasted.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, I was like, move. Oh, she was like, sizzle. I'm like, like, seriously.
0: But it's it not every day. And I roasted a i a, yep. a rocket scientist, mom of twins, who's a translator. She's not engineer. So, She's
1: not a rocket scientist. Um,
0: it's in her bio. <laughs> I'm just a rocket scientist. So I thought that was really cute, and I'd like a t shirt. Okay. Um, Tina, do you have any questions, comments?
3: You can start with. Go ahead. Oh, I just kind of thought it was um, like a really good point when you said about the difference between self care and like pampering yourself. It is, and you really have. You, I've learned, all right, on this journey of the difference. You know, so people say, "Oh, just go get your hair done, or go get your nails done." massage but that's so temporary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, sure okay great that made me feel good for an hour but it's i like what you said you know it's more about connecting with your soul i
1: love that you have to figure out what fuels your soul and what fills your bucket back up because it is about filling your bucket right for sure
0: a lot and of self-care cool. and self-worth nuance, that was great.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you wanted to be a catalyst. You want whatever you do moving forward to be the catalyst to push you through, not that temporary. Well, it felt nice. Yeah, Love that. But you wanted to be this catalyst that you're like, okay, I'm thinking of this all the time, and I'm using it to fuel me and push me forward when, when things are hard. Do you have any advice for –
0: you know you're in a leadership position but what about employees who want to maybe give a little more of their you know authentic selves and they feel that they're in a more rigid environment and they're being micromanaged how do you verbalize that to your supervisor or your team lead that you know how can i voice how can i help this team grow how can i help the company how can I step into my true self if, you know, leaving and becoming an entrepreneur is not for you? How, from an employee standpoint, do you approach management and say, can this be maybe a little more inclusive and we
2: can all fight? Yeah. The, the biggest piece of advice that I always give my folks and is that to just always show up as yourself. I think when we send uh, when we show up as this other person, the person that we think they want to see, that's also a story. And that's something I did for a long time. Like, okay, you got to wear this professional looking clothes. You got to say these things. You can't say that to these people. You can't say it. You can't go above the hierarchy. You can't go outside. When you just show up as yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: then all that will, you'll figure it out. The how will come when you just show up as yourself. And you'll see who you can trust, you'll see who you can go to that appreciates that if you need that, if you need someone like, okay, I I need to talk to someone. If you're having a difficult time with wanting to raise up and make changes or do things, then I think bringing forward what your ideas are and asking how you can support the other person. Because I think we often forget that we, You know, everyone has a job. I like to assume that everyone has positive intent for the most part. So if you ask them, how can I support you? Here's how I'd like to be supported. How can I support you too? So say how you would like to be supported. Maybe support for you looks like I'd love to take on this new role or new task, or I'd love to try this out. Is it safe for us to come up to an agreement and try this out for X amount of days, for 30 days or something and ask them how they wanna be supported. I think supervisors are looked at like we have all the answers and I had an employee once, she's like, well, what should I do to grow? And I'm like, what do you think you should do to grow? I'm like, girl, you think I got the answer.
3: Like,
2: I could tell you what Jen would do, but I can't tell you what you would do. Mm. I can give you tools, I can guide you, I can give you ideas, but there may be another thousand ideas I bet you're gonna come up with one of them that you love, that works for you. So I always encourage them, go back and, and think about it. I'm giving you all the power. Yeah. So go back and think about it and come back in 30 minutes. And they always come back with something amazing. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. That comes with knowing your self-worth first though.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Stepping into your confidence, cause that's stepping out of your comfort zone.
2: Yeah. Especially
0: if you know that your superiors are a little more resistant
2: to change or, you know, they have a certain philosophy. Yeah. And asking them, do you want like asking them those questions? Because I feel like that's also somewhat of a myth. Like we think we know everybody. We think we know what they're going through. We think we know what their their struggles are. But sometimes when you ask the people above you, what's going on? How are you? how are you having a rough time? They'll start telling you everything you'd ever want to know that helps you align with where you want to go to. Um, If we stop looking at supervisors and leaders as these people that know it all and have the answers and have everything together when they're probably having the same exact struggles, just in a different way. Yeah. We place them on pedestals.
1: Yeah. That's phenomenal advice. Did we lose Rachel? I think we did.
0: So Jen, life and transformation coaching looks like what with you?
2: How do you serve? Yeah. So I have, um, one-on-one clients, um, that I take through the fierce power program. I love it. Fierce powerful. Um, so I go through a fierce power program, which is my methodology to help take people from I'm not feeling confident. I'm not feeling certain all the way through rapid transformation in 90 days. Um, And my clients are seeing massive results, just not They'll come for one thing and it ends up flowing down to all the other areas of their life. And then I also have a program called The Uncommon Denominator, which is for um, leaders, teams to help grow their team, um, looking at their energy and then helping. How can we use that to grow ourselves? how can we use that to be uncommon and special and different and bring that out in people so that it changes the culture and changes our who, who we're becoming as a team, as an individual, as a team and as a leader um, so that their company can see rapid growth.
0: That's phenomenal. And, you know, you literally manifested your career at NASA. I'm sitting here thinking about like you're this little girl who's writing them letters and looking at pictures. Isn't that wild?
2: Which means I can do it again.
0: You can do it And we can all do it. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it for anything.
1: I did that with my job, too. Kind of upset about that, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I drove past it, and I was like, I'm going to work there. And every time I went by it, I was like, I'm going to work there. That's going to be the company I'm going to work at. And then I did, and I was like, Damn it! I didn't yeah, have to be careful what you wish for, people. I think you have to
0: go through that, though.
1: Mm-hmm. You have
0: to go through it to know that that's not necessarily in alignment with your soul forever. Yeah, everything serves its course, right? Like, if we take our cue from nature, nature has seasons.
1: Yeah.
0: So does life, and we just create this importance and attach ourselves to all of these things, right? Like, I have to work for one company for forty years. I'm going to be married forever and ever and ever and everything's going to be forever and ever and I love this car and I'm going to keep it so clean forever and, you know, the next day there's Big Mac sauce on the seats. But to learn to just live through the seasons of life and enjoy them, like enjoy that season while you're in it. Not to mourn it when it's past, and not to anticipate
1: it before it comes.
3: Yeah. That makes sense.
1: All right, Erica, any more, any questions now that you can think of? Don't not forcing, just want to give you a chance.
2: No, but I, I do. I think I remember you saying something about how the process of growing is not linear mm. and it just, I think that that's something that's really important because you don't just improve on something and then you're good to go for forever. You have to keep re adjusting and and re-establishing the new it's
0: the bounce back, back game like i'm yeah.
1: taglining that i hope you didn't patent that oh because that's <laughs> my trademark yeah name. for real oh. that's awesome the bounce back game
2: i wrote it down i think
0: you should make us t-shirts jen yeah i will we'll be your bounce back girls
3: yep. yes
0: yeah we need back
2: dancers and like <laughs>
0: oh my god a jingle can i write a jingle yes Instead of holler back girl, it'll be no bounce back girls.
2: I love it. I love
0: it. Jen, you have a sore throat, so we're going to let you hop off and go take care of that because by tomorrow morning it is gone and you're going to have an incredible birthday. Magical, magical day at the Ritz. Happy early birthday. It's going to be a phenomenal day. You are phenomenal. We're grateful for your time. So glad to have met you. And come
1: back anytime. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you guys so much. It's such an honor. And if you guys ever need anything, reach out, and we're gonna be besties for life. So,
1: our our
0: virtual fist bump. Yeah, we got this. All of Jen's links to her social media, her website, everything you need to get in touch with her um, is on our Facebook page, on Instagram. She's there. Yeah, find her. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 All right, I gotta I gotta kick Rachel off too. Then we gotta <laughs> kick
0: Rachel off. We can't see her. Yeah. That was a phenomenal Tuesday night show.
1: Yeah, Hold on. we have we have two minutes. Can we get a quick update on Erica and Tina and how you guys are feeling? Erica, you start. How are you doing
2: uh, today? I did my weight training video and I added weights, and I did struggle with some of the moves, but otherwise, it was it felt good.
1: Okay. How are you feeling mentally?
2: Really good. <laughs> I love it.
1: Awesome. Really good. Okay. If you can
3: feel it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tina, how are you doing? How you I doing? I am
3: well. I, super positive day. And I actually found a workout on TikTok that I thought I couldn't do. And I did it modified, but I did it. So yes. I feel like a million bucks. Awesome. Very okay. good. All right, well, with that, I'm going to
1: kick you all off and we're going to be in touch. And hold on, let me get an outro going. And thank you. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Thanks for watching. Bye. 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 Good night.